1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Moravo Healthcare Fourth Quarter Results 2020 Conference Call. At this time, all lines are in listen only mode. Following the presentation, we'll conduct a question and answer session. If at any time during this call you require immediate assistance, please press star zero for the operator. This call is being recorded on Monday, March 8, 2021. I'd now like to turn the conference over to uh, Jesse Ledger. Please go ahead.
2: Thank you. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining our call today. On the call with me this morning from Maravo is Kelly DiMarino, Maravo's interim chief financial officer, and Tina Lucates, Maravo's vice president, secretary, and general counsel. This morning's call makes reference to a presentation on our website that should be viewed concurrently. If you have not downloaded this presentation, I would invite you to do so now by visiting maravohealthcare.com. And scrolling down to the bottom of the page you can then click on the link before we begin I would like to remind everyone that some of the statements made during this presentation may be considered forward-looking the company cautions investors that results of future operations may differ from those anticipated we ask you to review the cautionary statements and other information contained in the company's filing on CDAR including our annual information form for Fiscal 2020, which identifies certain factors that could cause actual results to differ materially from those projected in any forward-looking statements made during the meeting. Copies of the annual information form and other filings are available online. This is our first quarterly call since we rebranded as Miravo Healthcare on December 18, 2020. Miravo consolidates the Nuvo and Airless brands under one common name, We have not changed our legal name and for legal purposes we are recognized as Nouveau Pharmaceuticals Inc doing business as Mirabo Healthcare. The agenda for today's discussion is as follows. I'll provide an overview of the company's investment highlights. Kelly is going to discuss the financial results for the fourth quarter and year which were announced earlier today as well as provide a cash and capital structure update and I will end things off with a business update. Our commercial business segment continues to grow organically through the efforts of our commercial sales and marketing team and with the introduction of new products like Suvex and our two new formats of NeoVisc in Canada. Our licensing and royalty segment has also expanded with recent new license agreements signed for Suvex in the Nordic Baltic region of Europe and results in the United States. During 2021, we will also begin to see new manufacturing and services segment revenues coming from the recent Penzet 2% launch in Switzerland And the results launch in Germany. Miravo continues to generate strong revenue and profit returns with cash provided by operating activities of $24 million for the year. This cash flow is not only allowing us to manage our low interest debt facility but also allows us to fund additional business development opportunities which will build out our pipeline in the short term and enhance the value of our business long term. 2020 was a challenging year as we learned to navigate the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on our employees and their families and those we service. We made changes in in our approach to business as a result of these restrictions imposed to help stop the spread of COVID-19. Despite the challenges presented by COVID-19, we have continued to realize our business expansion objectives both both domestically and internationally. I anticipate this will continue throughout 2021. Kelly will now take you through our financial results for the fourth quarter and year.
0: Thanks, Jesse. Today's presentation includes reference to certain financial measures that don't have a standardized meaning under IFRS. These measures include adjusted total revenue and adjusted EBITDA. Nuvo believes that shareholders, investment analysts, and other readers find such measures helpful in understanding Nuvo's financial performance. For a description of how Moravo defines these non-IFRS financial measures, as well as the reconciliation of these measures, Please refer to slides 29 and 30 of this presentation, which is posted on the Morava website, as well as Morava's management's discussion and analysis filed on Cedar. For your reference, slides five, six, and seven outline the products and the related revenue streams that comprise each of the company's business segments, which are referenced throughout the presentation. Adjusted total revenue was 17.3 million and 71 million for the three months and year ended December 31, 2020 compared to $19.6 million and $74.7 million for the comparative periods. The $3.7 million decrease in adjusted total revenue in the current year was due to a decrease of $5.4 million of revenue in the production and service business segment, combined with a decrease of $2.2 million in the licensing and royalty business segment, partially offset by a $3.9 million increase in revenue from the commercial business segment. The commercial business segment revenue had continued organic growth of its key promoted products, Lexton and Cambia. The decrease in the licensing and royalty business segment was primarily due to a reduction of $5 million in the U.S. and rest-of-world net sales of Imovo, partially offset by milestone and royalty revenues related to the Asprella intellectual property in Japan of $3 million. The reduction in the U.S. net sales of Imovo was due to the launch of a generic version of Imovo in March 2020 which resulted in the company no longer receiving a guaranteed minimum annual royalty payment of U.S. $7.5 million, which is U.S. $1.9 million per quarter from Horizon Therapeutics. The company now receives a royalty of 10% based on U.S. net sales of Immovo by Horizon and the related authorized generic version sold by Lupin. The production and, and service business segment revenue decreased as a result of the decrease in the company's Pensaid 2.2% product sales. Adjusted EBITDA was $6.2 million and $28.4 million for the three months and the year ended December 31, 2020, compared to $8.6 million and $27.2 million for the comparative periods. The increase in the current year was primarily due to a decrease in sales and marketing and general and administrative expenses, partially offset by a decrease in gross profit of $4.2 million, which is net of revenue recognized upon recognition of contract assets amounts billed to customers for existing contract assets, and inventory step-up expenses. The decline in gross profit was due to a decrease in adjusted total revenue, partially offset by an increase in gross margin percentage on product sales due to the receipt of the Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy and changes in product mix. Gross profit on total revenue was 11.4 million, or 66%, and 50.5 million or 68% for the three months and year ended December 31st, 2020, compared to 13.1 million or 67% and 43.1 million or 62% for the three months and year ended December 31st, 2019. The increase in gross profit for the current year was primarily due to an increase in license revenue as the U.S. mobile royalty stream is no longer considered a contract asset and gross margin on product sales. The increase in gross margin was the result of the reduction in inventory step-up expense due to the airless transaction and changes in product mix. This will be the last quarter in which the inventory step-up expense will have a material impact on our gross margins. As at December 31, 2020, the company had cash on hand of $23.8 million. In January 2020, the company repaid the outstanding balance of the bridge loan a component of the Deerfield financing which carried a coupon interest rate of 12.5%. The company's remaining loans, the U.S. $46.7 million amortization loan and the U.S. $52.5 million convertible loan each carry a coupon interest rate of 3.5%. During 2020, the company repaid $22.4 million which is U.S. $16.8 million of debt in accordance with the Deerfield financing agreement and associated amendment. In our financial statements, we're required to report our amortization and convertible loan values as well as the interest payable in accordance with IFRS standards. This next slide provides a reconciliation between the IFRS accounting value under the amortized cost method of our outstanding debt compared to the actual cash value of the debt. As of December 31, 2020, the cash value which represents the remaining principal payments of the amortization loan and convertible loan was $59.4 million and $66.8 million respectively, or $46.7 million and $52.5 million in U.S. dollars. Since November 2019, we've repaid 29% of the original combined value of the U.S. $6 million bridge loan, which is now entirely repaid, and the U.S. $60 million amortization loan. The U.S. $52.5 million convertible loan remains outstanding and is not prepayable. As of December 31, 2020, the company has repaid the outstanding balance of the bridge loan in the amount of $4.5 million and paid $17.9 million towards the amortization loan, or $3.5 million and $13.3 million in U.S. dollars, respectively. As at March 5, the company had 11.4 million shares outstanding. Attached to the company's amortization loan are 25.6 million warrants issued to Deerfield at a $3.53 Canadian strike price. The company's convertible loan may be converted into common shares of the company at Deerfield's option at a US $2.70 per share conversion. Mirazo shares closed at $1.71 a share on March 5th. The company's amortization loans and convertible loans mature and outstanding warrants expire on December 31st, 2024. Jesse will now continue with our business update.
2: Thanks, Kelly. Our growth strategy is driven by five key elements. First, we are focused on the continued organic growth of our existing products and targeted in-licensing or acquisition of a creative, growth-oriented products which leverage the company's in-house commercial, scientific and manufacturing infrastructure. Second, we plan to further expand our Canadian business with the commercial launch of new products like Suvex which launched in September and two new line extensions of Neovisc, launched in early January of this year. Third, our international business continues to grow through our license and distribution partnerships worldwide. We remain focused on business development activities and will continue to evaluate new and synergistic opportunities. Fourth, our manufacturing facility in Varennes Quebec has developed and will continue to refine processes to enhance the quality and efficiency of manufacturing operations. And finally, the company holds over 100 patents globally and has several patent applications pending. We continue to develop a strong patent portfolio to protect our products. Suvex is our prescription medication indicated for the acute treatment of migraine attacks with or without aura in adults. We launched this innovative and clinically differentiated treatment for acute migraine in the approximately $130 million Canadian acute migraine treatment market in September of last year. As a result of the COVID pandemic, we were forced into a virtual launch. To date, the Suvex launch has been well received with very positive feedback from both physicians and patients, now have access to this new and innovative medicine. Our experience from virtual sales rep activities for Blexton and Cambia, which have been in place since March 2020, are certainly making our virtual launch much easier to manage. We continue to advance our product pipeline towards commercialization. We filed the Blexton Pediatric Registration Dossier with Health Canada in June of last year, and the dossier was accepted for review in October with an anticipated regular, regulatory decision by late summer 2021. Blexton mm-hmm. Pediatric is anticipated to be indicated for the treatment of seasonal allergic rhinitis and chronic spontaneous urticaria in children and will help to further strengthen our relationships with allergists, dermatologists, and primary care physicians who treat allergy and urticaria patients. Neovisc is an injectable visco supplement used to replenish the synovial fluid in the joints of patients with osteoarthritis. Two new SKUs of NeoVisc were issued, a medical device licensed by Health Canada in September 2020, and were commercially launched in Canada in January 2021. The line extensions include a low volume single injection presentation called NeoVisc 1 and a new triple injection presentation called NeoVisc Plus. Our orthopedics and sports medicine focused sales force is now actively promoting and selling NeoVisc across Canada. Our key growth assets, Blexton and Cambia, have continued to perform as expected during the fourth quarter in spite of COVID-19 impacts. Blexton's fourth quarter performance reflects the traditional seasonal decline in the oral antihistamine market at the end of the year as colder weather reduces seasonal allergens. Blexton demonstrated continued year-over-year growth of total prescriptions or TRX and TRX market share during the quarter. Blexton Q4 and full-year 2020 TRX increased 28% and 35% over the same periods in 2019. Blexton Q4 2020 TRX market share increased to 16.2% compared to 13.6% for the comparable period in 2019. Blexton continues to capture the market share of our number one competitor, Cetirazine, or Reactin. Our sales force is doing an excellent job of expanding the prescriber base for Blexton and we expect ongoing year-over-year growth and market share gains in the prescription antihistamine market in the quarters to come. Blexton will enjoy market exclusivity in Canada through October 2024. Turning to our second key growth product, Cambia, an innovative prescription treatment for acute migraine. Cambia, which is the only prescription NSAID approved in Canada to treat acute migraine, acts fast and begins to work in as little as 15 minutes. Cambia Q4 and full-year 2020 TRX increased 16% and 17% over the comparative periods in 2019. Cambia Q4 2020 TRX market share increased to 5% compared to 4.4% in the comparable quarter in 2019. We anticipate continued prescription growth of Cambia consistent with historical trends. And Cambia will also benefit from patent protection in Canada through mid-2026. In February 2021, Moravo Ireland entered into an exclusive license and supply agreement with the Menthalatum company for the exclusive right to commercialize the results formula and technology in the United States under the Menthalatum brand. The Mentholatum company will manage all U.S. specific commercial activities and Moravo, Ireland will earn revenue from the Mentholatum company pursuant to the supply of finished product under the license agreement. It is anticipated that the Mentholatum company will launch results during the summer of 2021, which is the typical uh, peak headlight season. Results is currently manufactured by our contract manufacturing partner in Europe. We are excited to partner with the Mentholatum Company and to leverage the brand equity they have developed in the mentholatum brand over the past 100 years. The mentholatum company has launched many successful national brands, including mentholatum rub, oxy skincare products, soft lips lip care products and other brands in a variety of consumer health categories. The licensee for Pennset 2% in Switzerland, GIBRO Pharma, launched the product in early January. Results, branded as Lausbub in Germany, was launched in this important market in October 2020. This launch is in the early days now, but we are encouraged by the significant effort put into the commercial launch effort by our partner, Heumann, including social media, e-commerce, and full online infrastructure to provide parents with the information they need to use results and to treat their children's head lice infestations. Mirabo will earn royalty revenue from each of these partnerships. These commercial launches are also anticipated to have a positive impact on our production and service business segment as our partners grow their market share and place follow-on orders for finished product supply. Our manufacturing facility in Varenne, Quebec is producing the finished Penset 2% product for Switzerland. Manufacturing for our results business in Europe and the upcoming U.S. launch is handled by our European-based contract manufacturing partner. Moravo earns revenue on the supply of finished product to our partners for Penta 2% and results. In December 2020, Moravo Ireland entered into an exclusive license and supply agreement for SUVEX with Orion Corporation for select European Union markets, primarily in the Nordic and Baltic regions. Orion will be responsible for obtaining and maintaining the marketing authorizations for SUVEX and will also manage commercial activities for the EU markets covered under the agreement. Moravo will earn royalties on net sales of SUVEX in the Orion territories starting in 2022 subject to regulatory approval. Moravo and our partner Orion anticipate that SUVEX will enjoy at least 10 years of market exclusivity in the Orion territories upon approval. We've achieved some important milestones during the fourth quarter and during the first two months of 2021, as we continue to meet our growth strategy objectives. While our business has had to adjust the way we operate in order to deal with the COVID pandemic, this adjustment has not slowed us down from completing the value-creating activities we set out to accomplish. In addition, we are hard at work bringing new products and opportunities to our pipeline through targeted business and commercial development opportunities. That ends our formal remarks. And before I open the floor for questions, I'd like to take a moment to recognize and thank Kelly for the amazing job she has done over the course of the last year as our interim CFO. Kelly, over the last 12 months, we've experienced unprecedented challenges as a result of COVID-19. Throughout this entire period, you've not missed a beat. You took on all the challenges head first, you persevered and you succeeded. You've been a key part of our success in 2020. And I wanna thank you again for a job well done. I also look forward to welcoming back Mary Jane Burkett from her maternity leave uh, for the next quarterly earnings call later this spring. Mary Jane's timing for having her baby was impeccable (laughs) and it will be great to welcome her back into the fold. We're now pleased to answer questions that you may have with respect to the company, its financial results and its operations.
1: Thank you. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we'll now begin the question and answer session. Uh, Should you have a question, please press star followed by one on your touchtone phone. You'll hear a three-tone prompt acknowledging your request and your questions will be polled in the order they are received. Should you wish to decline from the polling process, please press star followed by two. If you're using a speakerphone, please lift the handset before pressing any keys. Your first question comes from David Martin from Bloom Burton. David, please go ahead.
4: Uh, good morning. A uh, couple of questions. Um, first one, your international product sales and international license revenue exceeded our forecast by a fairly wide amount. I, I'm wondering, were there stocking shipments to Hoyman or Gebro uh, during the fourth quarter?
2: No, there weren't. Uh, the Hoyman stocking order was earlier in the year, and Gebro was... Actually, there was, I, it was in, in the third quarter, so.
0: And they're both before Q4.
2: Yeah. I guess just as, as as you know, Dave, our production and service revenue on a quarter by quarter basis is, is somewhat lumpy, just sometimes it's the timing of when shipments go out, uh, especially when it comes to some of the, the international business for original Penn State um, and uh, you know, shipments to Greece and Italy even in canada but um so I, I think it's just our typical lumpiness
4: okay um on the flip side of things the u.s Penn State revenues were down sequentially but you had a very strong q3 i, I think horizon may be stocked up then where, where do you expect these u.s Penn State revenues to level out and is the expected trajectory still moderately down, or has uh, Voltaire and Gel going OTC created a situation in which you can uh, maybe get Pensate two percent to start growing again in the U.S.? Mm-hmm.
2: Good question. And you know, I, I think when we when we look at the prescription trends that we see for Pensate two percent in in the U.S., it's it's pretty much stabilized over the course of the year. Um, and I know you've got a Bloomberg terminal so you can see that data and you guys publish that on a, on a regular basis, um, it's been pretty flat. And so really, you know, obviously Horizon has their own strategies in terms of supply chain management and, and uh, the connection between prescriptions and what we manufacture and supply. There's a, there's a bit of a gap there. But, I, you know, I think our perspective is that that business has stabilized and, uh, you know, that they're, we're not really seeing an impact at least from a prescription and a demand standpoint uh, of, uh, as a result of Voltaire and OTC, uh, which, has, which has actually also gone generic. Um, and so I, I think the business from our perspective has, has stabilized, uh, but it, of, of course, you know, we're always at the, the, the whim of, of Horizon supply chain management and, and that's something that we, we've got limited visibility and control over.
4: Okay. Do you see, with Voltaire and Gel going, OTC, an opportunity to actually grow prescriptions of uh, Penn State 2%, though? You know, ultimately, that,
2: that's a question for Horizon. Uh, you know, They obviously control the, the commercial, the sales and marketing opportunities, and, and uh, it, w- it would seem on the surface like an opportunity uh, to take advantage, uh, but, but they've obviously got their own priorities in terms of what they're focusing their, their time and effort on.
4: Okay, um, Blexton and Cambia scripts were pretty much in line with our forecast, but uh, you beat on the revenues uh, from those two products. Uh, so I'm wondering, was there stocking up in the channel in the quarter?
2: Um, in in the fourth quarter, so we did take a, a price increase at the end of the year, uh, which we typically do, um, which which could have resulted in, in a bit of forward buying as the wholesalers uh take advantage of you know buying some lower priced product uh before the price increases is implemented that 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 was likely part of part of that um but you know and otherwise you know we, we didn't really see any other uh sort, sort of rush on on demand like we saw in the first quarter of the year um you know and and, and i think one of the things that we saw as the the year sort of progressed was you know you, you saw the, the the tremendous demand in q1 you saw every the world in q2 sort of go into lockdown with the uncertainty of covid and so, so demand waned and then the summertime the world kind of went to normal back to normal but i don't know how many patients went to see doctors and then in, the, in the, the final quarter of the year or the fall and the early winter um you know things started to come back to normal so it was a bit of a wonky year from a a timing of revenue standpoint, but but certainly the price increase at the end of the year, um, you know, always has, has some impact on on driving additional wholesaler and, and pharmacy demand.
4: Okay, um, U.S. license revenue ticked up, but despite the genericization of the um I, I'm wondering, was there any shipment of results to Mentholatum, or was this just uh, MOBO? And if it's just Vomovo, was that a temporary blip or are there reasons uh, to believe your Vomovo revenues might stabilize here or start to move up?
2: Yeah, the, the, there was not a shipment for, for Mentholatum, um, you know, that, that we'd be expecting to ship some product in 2021 in anticipation of, of that commercial launch in the summer. Um, we did see slightly stronger results on Vomovo and the authorized generic in the U.S. Um, you know I, I, I think all, all I can say is is that the the one generic the dr. redish generic uh, really has not been uh, sort of performing as we would have expected in terms of their ability to take market share and as a result the the authorized generic which is sold by Lupin and the horizon brand product vommovo are, are performing better than we would have anticipated uh, it's it's very difficult to sort of predict what might happen with that business and, and, you know, if Dr. Reddy's decides to change their strategy or do something different where they can take more market share, um, I, you know, it's, it's, we're, that part of the business is definitely performing better than we would have anticipated, but if I had to, you know, take a guess at what would happen moving forward is that, you know, the generic business would continue to, to erode market share from the brand and the authorized generic and uh, I, I would be expecting that the revenue to, to continue to decrease. Uh, but again, you never know what happens with the the strategies that the generic companies are taking and, and Dr. Reddy's in this case certainly has not performed the way that we would have anticipated.
4: Are, are they short on supply or is supply not an issue and it's just they haven't been able to sell what they have?
2: I, I can't really comment on that. I don't have visibility into Dr. Reddy's supply chain. There certainly hasn't been anything that's been put out into the public domain, so um, you know I, I'm not sure what what is causing their their inability to to, to take market share.
4: Okay, and my last uh, question. Um, you're you're going to be selling more results. I, I'm wondering what's your thoughts as far as bringing the manufacturing in house.
2: Yeah, so it's it's one of those uh, one of those things that we're still working on. Um, obviously, um, when you're, I suppose one one of the benefits of having a contract manufacturer that's ready and able to to produce the product is is that there's no gap in the supply chain in terms of being able to launch in a relatively short period of time. And that's that's what's happening with uh, with the U.S. business. We've got a pretty short-term window to get the launch. Out, uh, you know, this summer, and so the the anticipation or the expectation is is that in the future we would bring that production in house. The timing right now is is being worked on. Uh, you know, we do have the ability to manufacture results in house, uh, but ob- obviously before we can do that for the U.S., there's certain data, technical data, stability data, things like that that would need to be generated. And so, in order to accelerate the timeline for getting the product on the market, take advantage of the remaining patent life and to start establishing uh, market and, and brand equity, uh, you know, we felt in, in discussions with Mental Aid that it would make sense to proceed with the existing contract manufacturer and then and then work at bringing in an alternate site uh, at an appropriate time in, in the near future, which, which obviously would be our, our manufacturing facility in Beren.
1: Okay.
4: Okay. Thank you. Okay. That's Thanks for me. the questions, Dave.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, as a final reminder, should you have a question, please press star, followed by one. Okay, I, it appears there's no further questions at this time. Please proceed.
2: Okay, well, as always, thanks everyone for listening in, uh, participating, and uh, appreciate your continued support for what we're doing. And uh, look forward to talking about Q1 in, in, a, in a few months' time, so take care. Thank you.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes your conference call for today. We thank you for participating and ask that you please disconnect your
3: lines. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7UP, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today.